This parak deals with, the, with what I think legal terms call power of attorney, as we'll describe. 576, huh? Yes. Power of attorney means, our, in Hebrew, it's harsha'ah, and we'll explain exactly what it is. It's kind of like a lawyer, basically. Mm-hmm. Somebody who had a piece of property that was under the dominion of somebody else, so somebody else was claiming it was his, and he was living in it, I'm trying to get it back legally. For example, I had an item in his possession that I gave him as a loan, or he found, and I'm claiming it's mine. I'm trying to get that back from him. And I want to make a shliach, like we talked about in previous program, you can make a messenger to do things on your behalf. I want to make a shliach to, 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 to judge the, the case, to be a litigant with him on my behalf, to take the property or the item away from his possession. So this is a unique kind of shliach. In this case, I have to write to him a harsha'ah, which means power of attorney. I'm giving him permission to act on my behalf. It's not sufficient if I tell him, I hereby appoint you as a shliach on my behalf to extract the piece of property from that guy. That's not sufficient. I have to write something to him to give him, give him that okay. permission. You have to make a kinyan at that fact. Again, it's not enough to do it verbally. You have to write and make a kinyan that you're authorizing him to do so. A kinyan chalipim. Now, a kinyan is worthless when it comes to verbal promises or things like that. So, just like when you make a shliach, a kinyan is irrelevant. How is a kinyan relevant over here? We'll see. Verbally, he has to tell him when he makes the kinyan, don't do Done. You know, you know, be a litigant in the, in, the, in, the, in the court. And try to you know, uh, act on my benefit. And take the thing for yourself. Now the deal then is after you'll give it to me. But he must make him not just somebody who's acting as a messenger, but acting on his behalf. On his own behalf, that is. Otherwise, when he comes to the other person, the guy can say, who are you? None of your business. Get out of here. Right? And anything of that nature. In the cost of life, he does not write this to him. The, f- the fact that he verbally made him a shliach doesn't help. And he cannot judge with the other person. He's not, he doesn't have the authorization to, to sue the other person in Bezdin. Because the other person could tell this guy, the shliach, you're not my litigant. And even though he wrote this to him, ultimately he's still a shliach. Anything he, 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 he gets... He's just a shliach. He's not a partner. Ultimately belongs to the person who sent him. So therefore, even if he gets a lot more than the other guy could have gotten, he, it all belongs to the person who sent him. Now, sometimes there could be a paid fee that the guy will charge. That's all fine. But the fact is whatever he gets belongs to the sender. All the expenses that the shliach spends, right? All legal fees, all din for this din terror which he has been authorized to conduct on the behalf of this person, the sender has an obligation to pay for them. As demonstrated by the fact that that's the standard nusach in the shtar that we make for this power of attorney. It says in the shtar, when you authorize him, anything that you, all the expenses that you spend, I have to pay them. So if I make you a shliach to be a, on my behalf to, 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 to take this person to Bezdin and to... Uh, say that he stole something from me, the guy could say, I don't know who you are, jump in the lake, right? But if you demonstrate, or if it's been, there's, there's, you have the ksav, there's witnesses that I wrote to you and authorized you that you are my, my I give you a shah, that authorizes you to do so and he can't just tell you to go away. All right, base. If I say, listen, 
I am uh, signing over to you by a Kenyan, a percentage, a quarter, a third, or even 1%, for example, probably, of whatever this guy has. Whatever you get from the Din Torah goes to you. That's your, your fee. That's the money you're getting. This guy has the right to, to sue this person and make a Din Torah on the entire amount. Why? Since he's ultimately, everything he gets, uh, he, 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 he has a percentage in it. And therefore, he's, a, he's relevant. He's a litigant in this portion. He has the right to judge the entire amount. So if I say 1% or whatever you recover is yours, every dollar you get from this guy, you get a penny. And therefore, you have the right. That automatically doesn't require a harsha. All I, all I need to do is say that I'm giving you and you know, validate a, a, a commitment that you get one per, a percentage. And automatically, you are a party that's relevant. You have the right to take the best. He can't tell you to go away. You're party, your party of interest. That gimel. If you have, for example, brothers that inherited a parent or somebody else, they haven't divided the estate yet. They're all sharing the estate together. You have partners in the business. They come to, uh, to, to claim someone. Let's say a partner comes. One of the, one of the partners in a business comes to someone and says, you owe the business money. He gets to demand everything. Right? The guy says to him, you, my partner and I have a business. We have a store. You owe us $100. He, he can't tell him, listen, you have only rights to $50 of those $100. So you can't, we can't talk about the other 50 That's not true. He can talk about the entire thing because it's all one business. Since he has a hand in this money, he doesn't have to have a special authorization with other partners or other brothers. Conversely, the other partner doesn't have the right, since the first partner has the right to represent the company in suing this person, afterwards, if the other partner isn't happy, he doesn't have the right to tell his partner, if I was there, I would have made other claims, I would have won the, won the court case better than you. Because the other part, the first part, the first part, I could tell him, why don't you come as well? I did it myself. So the fact that you have to claim claims against me that I that I would I I I, I uh, missed an opportunity to get money from from this guy who owes us. I don't have to pay the business back from my pocket because I have the rights to represent the business. Why you should have came if you think you're smarter. The because the guy because this, because the second partner. Doesn't have a rights to claim anything because we can tell him you should have came yourself. If the other partner was out of town, the other partner has the right to go to the guy who settled with the first partner and say, "Excuse me, I don't agree with the settlement. Reverse it, and I'm going to go back to Besdin with you." Tell him, I don't agree with my partner's my partner's uh, point of view. I think you owe us more. And therefore, I'm nullifying everything and I want to, to go to Newton Torah. And therefore, because the guy who's out of town could turn over to the whole thing, the guy who's being sued has the right to tell the first partner who comes to get the money. Listen, your other partner might come back and say that he doesn't agree the whole thing. So either you and I are going to talk about your 50 or bring demonstrating you have the rights to, to judge the entire business. Because I don't want to go through the whole process and I have to undo the whole thing. Because I have money of both of yours. You're both my litigants. Then tomorrow, your partner or your brother in the case of an inheritance is going to come. He's going to also demand. And therefore, I don't want to, either you come, come with a, a, a power of attorney or uh, we only talk about your... Uh, your, your portion. Now that this is a case where they are coming to demand money. If the business is being sued or the estate is being sued, then uh, there's no concept of, of a power of attorney, right? Either they do it all together, or everyone talks about his own personal property, right? So, so uh, you can't give someone a power of attorney to defend you, basically. It seems. All right, doubt. 
Right, correct. And it always remains a choice the person pay back whether he wants to give it to him or say no. I can I can tell you go away. I don't care if you have a show. I want to pay. I'm paying out. If he wants the money, let him come in person. Here's what I'm saying. Very interesting. When a person comes saying, "I have power of attorney," who are you? Well, here's my star. It shows I'm authorized to collect this money or this item for you. Excuse me. It's included in the pasuk refers to in such an individual in Yecheskel. Uh, let's see, right? He did not do what's good among the among his people among the Bnei Yisrael. When a person, what are you getting involved in a fight that's not yours? Therefore, that's considered negative for a Jew to do such a thing. Now, the Mepharshim talk about this that if the, if the guy's in a different city, or if the person's very difficult to deal with, he's a bully, he's he's intimidating. Um, that, that then it's, that wouldn't apply. That's actually a proper thing to do. And it all ultimately, it ultimately depends on what is the intention of the person who's doing this who's acting out this power of attorney on behalf of the other person. If he has noble intentions, it's a good thing. If he's just like a person who likes to get involved in fights, it's a bad thing. And in fact, the Mephosh can even say, if he does it for a living, this is his, this is his, his livelihood, that's also appropriate, apparently. All right. When a person demands from his fellow, right, money or movable items, if it was land, it'd be a different story. We're talking about movable items. He said that he gave him safe keeping. The guy says, what are you talking about? Never happened. At that point, I have no ability to say, oh, listen, I, I wanted this guy to give me back the item. He says I never gave it to him. I'm authorizing you, a power of attorney, to act on my behalf. He can't do that. It's like he's lying. Remember that when you write a power of attorney, this is how I understand this Rambam. Take it for what it's worth. When you write a power of attorney, don't forget, you are, you are transferring some level of ownership to this person to act on your behalf, which is why he has the right to act on your behalf. Once I say, where's my watch I gave you? You say, I never, has, I, never, I, never, I, never, I never got your watch. What are you talking about? At that point, I don't have enough ownership over the watch to transfer to somebody else. So therefore, you can't write a harsha anymore. Because you can tell him, I'm telling you that I'm giving you authorization to take this item away from this person. But the guy already said, I, nothing. I, I, I don't have anything. So you don't really have enough agency, enough ownership, excuse me, over the item to transfer to a, to a, to a power, by power of attorney. Whenever a person is obligated to take an oath to somebody else, suppose Reuven says to Shimon, I lent you $100, where's the money? And Shimon says to Reuven, I paid you 50 already. I have to give you another 50, but I paid you the first 50. Reuven says, no, you didn't. So he he's makes a partial admission. He must take an oath, a shvua, that he only owes 50 and no more. Hmm. I, I don't have the right to transfer somebody else. I want you to stand in and make this person make the oath to you. He doesn't owe me anything. Or I want you to stand there and make him make an oath to me in your presence. That doesn't work. Again, there's nothing tangible to transfer to the person by power of attorney. The, the fact that you're responsible to make an oath to me verbally doesn't mean you owe me something tangible. So I can't, I can't give, give someone else the rights to extract the oath from you. It's not a thing. It's, just a, it's a verbal, it's a verbal uh, oath. A person has not the right to give a power of attorney to demand someone say something. Because, uh, because you can't um, uh, transfer words, basically, unless associated with a claim, Right? So you have to. So in other words, basically, the point is, is that. Excuse me. Stop. <laughs> okay. So that that's uh, that, I, I read that wrong, because you can't acquire words. El alfias mamein. You can only acquire money. <laughs> that's what. That's the right way to read it. I think. All right. Zion. Okay. Somebody who had money, an item. Excuse me. A m- m- money as a safekeeping. I gave you a I gave you a suitcase full of cash, and someone else is holding it for him. And I want to authorize somebody else to go and collect it for me. 
I cannot do a Kenyan to authorize him to collect it. So in Halacha, hey, we talked about an item. Right? That the person, if it's an item, he could give a power of attorney to collect it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has to, but, so, so uh, now we're learning even, ca- but that, 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 that has to be an item, not cash. It has to be, has to be uh, an, a caliph, an, an item, if you will. Something that could be acquired. If it's, if it's cash, whether it's in some he gave for safekeeping or as a loan, either way, that the person could choose to pay back via the agent. Once he, once he gives it to the mailman, that's it. He's, he's off the hook. But now we're, but, but, uh, but, uh, but he doesn't have to though. The only thing is if he comes with the power of attorney and it's an item which he gave for safekeeping, then he can force him to, to give it to him. Now we're learning that that is only true of an item, not of cash. Why? You cannot acquire money via Kinyi Chalipin. Remember, Kinyi Chalipin means that I take an item of yours um, and, I, and I swap it, you get an item of mine. But that doesn't work with cash. When I give a guy, a guy a power of attorney, I'm signing over to him by, via Kinyin, Chalipin, rights to the item. But you can't do that with cash. Therefore, you cannot, this, this whole trick wouldn't work with cash. And like Kate said, then how can I do it? How can I give him rights to the money in, this, in the suitcase you have of mine? He could collect it. Nation Lake Karakakal I have, uh, well, if he, well, so, so, so. Um, give a portion of land. Right. So if he has, yeah, I give him a small piece of land, even, even a tiny piece of land. And I can, I can, I can um, give him, transfer, thank you, transfer to him the cash via this land. There's a concept of king and agav kaka. We learned about this before, right? That you can transfer something, items, with the land, even though they're not sitting on the land necessarily. Thereby authorizing him to uh, power of attorney to take the money. At that point, he can now go and has the rights to the money enough to uh, take it to a dinter. That's if it's because what if he has a loan? I lent you a lot of money, and I want the money back. And you can't write write a harsha, a power of attorney to collect the money. Even if there was a contract you owed me, in which case, if in which case, if you don't pay, I have the rights to collect your property. Because ultimately, when I gave you the cash as a loan, at that moment you have the right to spend it. I have no rights to those bills. So yes, I have. You have a responsibility to pay me as your as an individual and your general property. I have the I have the rights to if you don't pay me. But there's nothing specific I can point to to say that I'm giving that to my power my my, my attorney, my uh, guy I'm giving a power of attorney. When you have my item, I can transfer that into him with enough agency that he has the rights to extract it from you. But but when it comes to cash, there's nothing that you have tangible. That I, I I have rights to, because the loan is given to uh, to spend. And if once I give it to you, you have the rights to do with the money whatever you want. If I give you to wa- my watch to safeguard, you can't do anything with it except keep it in your drawer. I can't give my person who I'm giving power of attorney an item which doesn't exist. The only way I can give him the rights is if all three of us are together. Which is a halacha, which has no logic. It's a thing that Chacham instituted without a, without a without an underlying logical mechanism to go and apply to other places. We said right. So, for example, if I owe you money and he's over here, I can say you can tell me. Listen, Levi, the money you owe me, give it to Chaim. That moment, uh, it's his, you give it to Chaim. That moment, Chaim, even though none of us move the muscle, except for you who said something, he has the rights to the loan and he has the rights to demand I pay him back. He can't tell him, I can't tell him who are you, I never heard of you. It's his money now. So if you do that, that's the way to, to, that would work. 
Alternatively, if there's a star that you owe me money, I could take the star and write another star that this star I'm giving over with the loan to this guy, and then he has the rights to collect because I'm giving him not just a piece of paper, but the, but the rights to demand with the piece of paper. So that's the only way to do it if it's a loan. That's what the Gemara, according to the Rambam, is saying. Now, Abel, however, after the error of the Gemara finished, institution that you have the rights to give someone power to collect a loan for you, even if it's a, if it's a loan to collect for you, even if it's a loan, not an item, not an item for safeguarding. Why? Otherwise, I'll take a loan, go somewhere else. That's it. You can never get you can get the money back. So this way, you can appoint someone else in that area to take me to Bezin over there and get the money back from me. Now, the Gacham, the Gemara didn't know that. How come they didn't do the same thing? The obvious answer is, is that it wasn't a problem until later in history where it became an issue. People were taking loans, going and traveling from Bavl to Israel to overseas, and people were stopping, stopping to loan money to other Jews. It was a big problem. So the Gaonim instituted that from now on, we do authorize people to act power of attorney on behalf of a lender to get money back from a borrower. They also instituted, if a person gives someone else power of attorney to take money, he lends someone else. Or to demand a... Either as, either as an item which he gave him to walk to safeguard a, a, a suitcase full of cash, or to demand a loan back. And the person who's trying to, um, I want to give him, remember the trick we learned, I give him a little piece of property. And that piece of pro- with, when I give him that property, that, that, that square inch of property, I also give him rights to the money. What if I don't have any real estate? Hmm. Then what do I do? So there, I have the rights to Makneu, I transfer to this guy, my, my lawyer, my Betrashah, my, I give him my four Amas, or a portion of my four Amas that every Jew has in Eretzisrael, and with that, I'm giving the money with it. Right. The Rambam says these matters, not the first thing, but the second point about using your uh, ancestral heritage in Eretzisrael, to use as a way to transfer the, to transfer that land or a piece of that land to this person and the money with it in order to authorize him, Ram says I don't I don't think that, that that's very uh, sound. Who says this guy has a portion of the soul? Maybe he's a descendant of converts. Therefore, he doesn't have a portion of the soul in terms of the property. If he does have a portion of the soul, he knows him as sir. He's a ben achaben from I don't know Dovan Amalek, right? So he's obviously from Shevi Yehuda, and therefore he does have a portion of the soul. And in Bishusa, he doesn't have he doesn't have enough agency and and and, and um, um, dominion authorization over that land to, to transfer it with money. And the Rams, even the Gaonim who instituted this, they said it. Uh, um, we don't say that the, 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 this law should uproot or pierce a mountain, so to speak, with no no reservations. The concept is only to make it look like he's making a, a, a power of attorney. Not that he actually has a power of attorney. The guy says, get lost. He can't do anything about it. He can't say, I have this portion of Eretz Yisrael and he gave, authorized me to, 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 to judge. The point is, if the person is being demanded to return the money, the cash or the loan, uh, chooses to, 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 uh, to, to deal with this person, if he gave it to him, that's sufficient, as we said in Allah Chahe. Why is it sufficient? This guy is somebody who's irrelevant over here. Just like in Allah, hey, we said, if I make witnesses, if I make a shliach, and there's witnesses that this guy is my legitimate shliach, and you pay him the money, whatever happens afterwards, you're off the hook because you consider like you paid it back. So over here as well, the same thing. He's my shliach, you paid him back, that's considered like you paid back. So if you choose to deal with him, then you've, you've satisfied the, your obligation. 
If this guy comes with a document that he, I gave him power of attorney and I transferred my portion of Israel to him and with that writes this money, he wants to demand it and you tell him, jump in the lake and you can't force him to, to deal with him. Nor to make an oath unless I, I show up in person. The Chayin heard of the Chum also said, The person lent someone money, whether we wrote a star, or whether there was no star, but there's witnesses and they made a Kenyan. In which case, both of those scenarios, because there was a star or there was a Kenyan, it's considered public knowledge. And therefore, at that moment forward, any land this guy owns, any, any, land, any land he buys, excuse me, there's a lien on it that if he doesn't pay back, I'm coming after the... I'm coming after the buyer. Even the guy didn't say that never happened. I have the rights to write a power of return to collect the loan. Ultimately, when he says I never borrowed, he's denying a, a, a piece of land to me. Because once he borrows from me in, in a public way, there's a Kenyan with Adim or there's a Shtar, any property he sells, I have rights to. There's a lien on it from, from, from me so I can collect from the buyer. Because, hey, listen, Buster, I have bad news for you. This guy you bought the property from, for $1,000, he borrowed $1,000 from me the, uh, a month prior. So therefore, this property is entitled to me. So give me the property because he doesn't have any money and I'll go fight with him. Because he, so that's what my rights to do that, when he says I owe you nothing, he's ultimately denying a piece of property. So therefore, that gives me the right to write a harsh on that property because it's, it, it's, it's something tangible. Even though it's a loan, but there's tangibility behind the loan. It's an item. It's a, it's a thing. It's a piece of property. But if, however, it was purely by a matter of verbal agreement, and the guy says it never happened, in this case, there's no hasha. So even though the guy, we can prove he's lying because there are witnesses who say we saw it happen, but there's no Kenyan, there's no star, there's no, there's no, there's no lien on any property. So therefore, there's no way to write. Uh, there's no way to, to write to, to transfer. I don't have anything in your in your domain that I could transfer over to somebody else and give them the, by the rights of power of attorney. No power, right? Right. It's, it's considered. Uh, 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 yeah. Someone who gave power of attorney to one person. Nice. You know what? I found a better lawyer. I want to want to nullify that and give it to somebody else. I don't have to write a new one. Excuse me. That's halach number one. Number two, I authorize this guy to work on my behalf. He wants to authorize somebody else on my behalf to make a shliach for a shliach, if you will, which you could do. A shliach normally can make another shliach, but here you can't do that. She's because the first guy says, It's not just a matter of the person walking from the, the five miles from me. I don't want him, him to, 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 to act on my behalf. I don't want my item in his hand. Therefore, if I told him I'm making, giving you power of attorney, and if you want, you could make a second or a third or a fourth, however many generations I want to choose. That he could give authorization to the second person. A second to a third, as was stipulated. Tess. A person comes to power of attorney to take money from away from, back from someone else. They started talking. And he said, you know what? On behalf of the person who sent me money to collect from you, I hereby nullify the loan. You owe nothing. Right? Not a very good lawyer. <laughs> or instead of taking the item back from him, he sold it to him. He told him, oh, I, I forgive you. I believe you without the He did some kind of 50-50 deal with him. Some kind of compromise. That's invalid. Because the Sender could tell the guy who he empowered the office. I may do a shliach to just like a regular shliach. You only are of the right to help me, not to harm me. Over here is no different. Therefore, 
Im hisni imur that he made made a deal with the shliach with the person who gave power of attorney. Bein l'sakam and the whether to help me or hurt me. I feel a machle. I'll call you the guy nullified and forget the entire loan. Who's a machle? It's forgiven. Yud. Ruven shabah ba'ashav etav shimon. Ruven comes to the power of attorney. He demands from Shimon that Shimon give the money to him on behalf of Levi. Shimon can't tell him. Maybe the guy who sent you um, gave someone else and nullified your 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 shlichus. But how do I know you still have power of attorney? Because we learned in halacha ches, you can nullify power of attorney. So who says you're still authorized, right? Shavuven Imla, Ruven can tell him. Give me the item. And this star, the Adam power attorney, is proof to you. And if the mafkid here if the mafkid gave someone else power of attorney, and tomorrow somebody else shows up with a star that says, hey, "I'm here to collect on behalf of of Levi," you could say, "Hey, I gave it already. And look, here's the proof that someone else came yesterday and demanded the money, so I satisfy the obligation." Who have says that's he's causing his own loss. He gave it to somebody with legitimate power of attorney. You know, Ruven comes, right? So Shimon sends Ruven with power of attorney to Levi demand from Levi. Levi says, "What are you talking about? I never owed him anything." However, let Shimon make a shvua and he take the money from me if he's ready to. This could be one of two things, right? So either what's happening here is is that when Ruven comes or Ruven comes on behalf of Shimon to demand $100 from Levi, or an item from Levi. Levi says, never happened. The Allah is Levi has to make a shavu. It's called a shavu seses. An oath that this guy coming and saying that you owe me is making, making the whole thing up from scratch. It's a pretty, pretty, uh, 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 you know, thing to do. And therefore he has to make a shavu. So he has the right to say, I make a shavu? You make a shvur that I owe the money. I'll give you and I'll pay you. Don't put the onus on me. He could do that if he chooses to. He can reverse the shvur back on the guy demanding it. Alternatively, um, uh, it, it, it could be a case if there was a shtar. So, um, so, um, so, so the per, per, person who has a shtar comes to demand money from somebody else. The person is being demanded from said, I paid you already. And the, guy, the, guy, the, other, the other guy says, um, excuse me, if you paid me already, why do I still have the star? So in this case, because I have a star, instead of giving you the option of making the oath and being putter, I have the option of making the oath and collecting money from you. Because if, if you pay me back as you claim, how can I still have the star? How can I still have the... the, the, the? So in any event, the point is, is that um, uh, the guy says, listen, if Shimon's so sure, let him make a shavu and take the money from me. We take the money from Levi, and we put it in Bezin, in escrow, right? Till Shimon comes, makes a shavu and take it. Why do we take, why, why do we take it away from Levi right away and put it in Bezin? Why don't we just leave it with him till, 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 till Shimon comes? Because we're afraid that Levi's just trying to delay things, right? Mm. Anytime that Levi tells the shliach let Shimon, the sender, come on his own. Yad and Reuven, Reuven has the right to uh, represent him. And then, whenever he gets, takes from him, he's put in Bezin until Shimon comes and, um, and we can ask him or, or till, till the, uh, until the... And we can question him and then we authorize it and give it to him. Now, Reuven... Who is being? Who this guy is being very difficult to this lawyer? Yeah, he has the right to make a chayim on Misha turning Tanis Shekhar to the Ak of Amam Mechalach the Achrei. Reuven, who is coming with the power of attorney on behalf of of, of Shimon, 
has the right to make a cheder on if there's somebody here, quote, quote, you know, wink, wink, levy, right, who is just being difficult for no reason and saying false things just to delay things, he has the right to issue a, a, you know, a curse against him. What if Levi has to make a shua? For example, Ruven comes on behalf of Shimon to collect the $100 loan. And Levi says, excuse me, I paid half of it already. So now he has to make a, a, sh- a shvua that he, he only, only owes uh, the other half. I, I, he says, I paid 60 already. So I, I only owe 40. And the, and, and the guy says, what do you mean? I have a shtar. Uh, or, or Ruven says, you owe 100. He has to make a shvua that he owes 40, not 100, right? He can't delay and say, so, so Levi can't say, well, in that case, just like if Ruven was here and present, I have the rights to you know, issue a curse on somebody who's, who's issuing a false claim against me. Like, I paid back 60. He's saying I did not. And he's lying. And I'm gonna, I have to make a shvua that I only owe 40, not 100. But I'm going to first make a, make, a, make a curse. May Hashem punish somebody who's issuing a false claim against me. Now, he's not here. Bring him over here so I can scare him and then I'll make the shvua. That's not legitimate. This right to intimidate the person who's, who's making you make a shvua is just a takona that the made in later generations. didn't turn to so people shouldn't make false claims for no reasons. It's not legitimate enough of a reason to say that when we can't implement that, that stops the whole court case until the person who's forced to make a shvua brings the person here to intimidate him. If the guy is here, we have the right to do that, intimidate him. But if he's not here, you don't have the right to prevent the best from, from, from proceeding because you, you don't have that, uh, that option.